Welcome to the Pets Who Thrive podcast, where we cover all areas of natural animal health and challenge what we've been conditioned to think regarding how to raise and keep a healthy pet. My name is Tammy. I'm an entrepreneur and a certified animal naturopath with a passion for animals and empowering other pet owners with tools for creating the healthiest version of your amazing pets. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome to today's episode where we are going to dive a little into what pancreatitis is, how it happens, and ways to treat it. Pancreatitis has truly become an epidemic as we we see dogs daily in my store that have been diagnosed with it at some point in their lives. So I wanted to dive in a little bit and just kind of kind of get a picture of what is the pancreas what is pancreatitis, what we can do to prevent it, and maybe even some uh, tips on what to do should your dog um, be diagnosed with pancreatitis. So first of all, what is the pancreas and what is its function? The pancreas, it is a vital digestive organ that lies on the right side of the abdomen and has two functions. First of all, It produces enzymes, which helps with digesting food, and then it produces hormones such as insulin, which is a hormone that regulates blood sugar. So now what is pancreatitis? Simply put, pancreatitis is the inflammation of the pancreas. When a dog has pancreatitis, it can be devastating and can be life-threatening. It occurs most often in middle-aged dogs that have been fed a dry kibble diet. There are many reasons for this that we're going to review in today's episode. So there are two types of pancreatitis. You have acute and chronic. Um, So we're going to kind of take a little bit of a a look at each one of those. Acute pancreatitis can be a life-threatening emergency. Inflammation creates swelling and congestion in the pancreas. This lowers hormone production and cells may actually die. Some of the symptoms of acute pancreatitis in dogs, um, you see the dog has abdominal pain, some hunching, um, super lethargic, Uh, Restlessness or stretching the body out to decrease pressure on the abdomen after eating. They may have fever, uh, loss of appetite. Um, You may notice some dehydration, diarrhea, vomiting, and even some bloody stool. So all of these are super scary. And if you do see these symptoms, this may necessitate a visit to your vet to stabilize your dog in this condition. Acute pancreatitis can lead to very severe problems like organ failure, kidneys, lung, heart, septic shock, or even death. Now we're going to look at chronic pancreatitis in dogs. Your dog may develop a low-grade kind of smoldering form of pancreatitis, and it can produce symptoms of intermittent illness like occasional vomiting, colitis, or a lack of appetite. So these dogs may have had pancreatitis at one point, they seem like they're better, and then all of a sudden they get sick. So long-standing chronic pancreatitis can lead to type 1 diabetes or pancreatic insufficiency. 
This is due to the gradual loss of cells and replacement of scar tissue over time. So what causes pancreatitis? That's probably one of the biggest um, things that people want to know. And the cause can be so many different things. But ultimately, it's related to a compromised immune system and an improper diet. It's also associated with cooked or processed, like dry kibble, um, rich, fatty meal. When dogs are fed a dry kibble on a regular basis, the cooking process destroys enzymes in the food. This causes the body to steal enzymes from other vital organs, like the heart, the liver, and the kidneys, and other parts of the body, and transport enzymes to the stomach. And doing this over time, enzymes are depleted, and this can cause dysfunction and disease in the organs from which the enzymes were stolen, and in this case, the pancreas. Another common cause of acute pancreatitis can be the dog who grabs um, things out of the garbage can or maybe even gets in and eats many things out of the garbage can. Many dogs also end up with acute pancreatitis around the holidays, and a lot of it's because they're receiving things like high-fat foods, maybe even like, you know, turkey skin at Thanksgiving um, and Christmas from the table, and the fact that maybe they're stressed. You know, they our dogs are so in tune with their owners and, and any change um, in schedules or routine, and they can sense the stress. So the combination of the high fat foods with the stress of the holidays is another thing that can cause acute pancreatitis. Um, There are many other things that can trigger acute or chronic pancreatitis. One is trauma, and it can be physical or emotional. Um, An infection anywhere in their body. Autoimmune disease um, and vaccinations, which we know Um, All vaccinations cause autoimmune disease. Cancer, um, having multiple hormonal diseases, like, for example, diabetes or hypothyroidism. Certain drugs can also trigger, which um, uh, there's been some uh, relationship to sulfa antibiotics, seizure medications, and even chemotherapy. And then chronic pesticide exposure um, is, is also something that can be related to pancreatitis. So let's take a look at some of the things that we can do to help treat acute and chronic pancreatitis. First of all, we're going to take a look at diet. If your dog has experienced a severe acute pancreatitis attack that required veterinary intervention, Once you return home, you'll want to ideally start your dog on a fresh, low-fat diet. Raw, fresh diets contain naturally occurring enzymes, which means that when you feed these foods, you will be replenishing enzymes rather than stealing them from other vital organs and overtaxing the system. Keep in mind that many of the veterinarian-recommended diets contain many fillers and byproducts that create even more stress on the body. And the other thing to keep in mind with veterinary-recommended diets is they're only designed to be given for a short period of time until the body 
gets better, and then you can go back to um, feeding a more um, healthy diet. I kind of liken it to when you're sick, you might have chicken noodle soup for a few days till you get back on your feet, and then you're going to go back to your normal diet. The fat percentage that you're looking to not exceed would be um, no more than around six to seven percent. So some of my favorite foods that kind of fit the bill for dogs that have um, pancreatitis, um, my perfect pet, it's a human grade, lightly cooked food, similar to home cooked food. However, it is complete and balanced with everything that your dog would need. All of the formulas that they produce are going to fit within that low fat range. Um, so you, they have several different um, options like chicken, beef, lamb, salmon, um, and, and some other kind of um, specific to, you know, like low phosphorus, things that might be good for kidney dogs as well. But My Perfect Pet is a, is a really good go-to food for us when a dog um, has been diagnosed with pancreatitis. A low-fat raw diet is another really good one. And a lot of that's because it has all of its moisture in place. And with a raw diet, you're going to be giving your dog an amazing amount of enzymes, um, again, so that it's not depleting enzymes from other organs. And some of the ones that, that seem to really kind of fit the bill regarding the low-fat raw diet, OC Raw Um, make several formulas that are low fat. One of them is their chicken formula. They have a chicken and fish formula, and then they have a fish by itself. Um, And then also their turkey formula. Um, One that they also make that's a little bit more in the exotic department is a goat, but it is their lowest fat food um, and a go-to for dogs that have, that have had pancreatitis. A pup above is another lightly cooked human grade food, um, similar to my perfect pet. And the two formulas that are going to be the best for a dog that's had pancreatitis is going to be the turkey and the pork formulas, because both of those are going to be much lower in fat. Square pet. So we have been introduced to a um, veterinary formulated product um, recently that is actually amazing. Um, and part of it is because it's it was produced by a veterinarian who, when he went into practice, realized he was recommending a lot of these, um, you know, Science Diet, Royal Canin, Purina, um, veterinary formulated foods. And the ingredient panel just did not fit the bill regarding quality. So what he did is he created his own um, food, but used whole foods. You know, for example, for his, you know, joint formula, let's just say he actually has green lip muscles, turkey necks, eggshell membrane, things that really can help you know, the joints. But the main thing is they also produced a food that is called low fat. And it is specifically designed for dogs that have suffered from pancreatitis and would be a really good substitute for something like Science Diet ID. 
Um, it's super easy to digest and um, again, super low fat. There are many other options, of course, for food, but these are just some of the ones that I have seen over time that have been really good for those dogs that are recovering from pancreatitis. Let's look at supplements. For a dog that is not experiencing life-threatening symptoms, you can start supplementing a product made by Flora Health called Flora Essence. It is a gentle detox that will help with active pancreatitis and can be used long-term as a preventative. Um, and if that is something that um, anyone is interested in, they can contact us you know, at Bark Avenue or stop in and we can help you with what that looks like and how to um, you know, give that to your dog so that you can feel good about trying to prevent it and also help your dog through getting over it. Um, Amber Naturals, they also are a wonderful premium herbal company that has uh, several supplements that have helped many dogs with pancreatitis. Um, again, they have a kind of formula that they have used that has worked really well. And we can give you more information if that's something that you would like um, to learn about. And there's also several different homeopathic remedies that have helped many dogs um, kind of get through the initial symptoms um, that are that are really scary. That vomiting and diarrhea um, that is, you know, seems like it's just completely out of control. Um, and I'll just give you a couple of them. There's there's several that that could help. But um, the two most common are arsenicum album and Nux vomica. And again, we can help you um, with those if that's something you want more information about. Um, the other thing that you can do if you're looking for, you know, a homeopathic vet, for instance, um, you, you know, like Dr. Todd Cooney, he's someone that I um, interview quite often on my podcast and he can he can be of assistance as well. Um, and then pancreas glandular. That has also been something that has helped dogs with pancreatitis. And the science behind this is that when you feed glands that correspond to the gland that is weak, it will help support it. So if you feed pancreas, you're going to help nourish the pancreas. When you feed um, kidney, you know, if, the, if a dog has um, kidney dysfunction, you're going to nourish the kidneys, um, et cetera. And enzyme therapy, I cannot say enough about the importance of adding enzymes for those dogs that have suffered from pancreatitis, since that is what they are most lacking. Um, and if you think about what pancreatitis is, it's the result of many things, including enzyme deficiency. And just to give you an idea how important enzymes are, some of the things and some of the bodily functions that they help with include being able to properly digest foods um, when dogs have allergic reactions, uh, joint discomfort, vaccination reactions, itchy skin and ears. Um, if you have a dog with yeast or yeast infection, uh, bladder infections, hot spots. Um, it, the other thing that's really interesting is it reduces the healing time from injury, surgery, and the recovery time from anesthesia. 
So again, enzyme therapy is huge. And it's not just for pancreatitis, but it's for every single bodily function um, working more efficiently. So how do you prevent pancreatitis? Um, Again, this is just a a quick overview. There are things that you can um, dive in a little deeper um, on each of these, but I just want to kind of give you kind of a simple formula to follow here. Um, so many, there's many variables that can be involved in pancreatitis. And so it's impossible to make any guarantees about how to prevent it. But some of the factors that you do have within your control um, are that you can feed a fresh, low-fat, diet-rich in enzymes. You can give appropriate supplements. Again, this includes digestive enzymes, prebiotics and probiotics, omega-3s, and um, some of the, the supplements that I mentioned earlier. Uh, Make sure your dog gets plenty of regular exercise and adequate rest. Maintain a healthy weight. Um, This is actually something that is near and dear to my heart. And I am really big on trying to keep dogs on the lean side. Um, I think a lot of times we're so used to seeing dogs that are chunky or overweight, and that's become the norm. Um, but the leaner, the better. Obviously, you don't want to see their ribs or anything like that, but um, that's just going to help them with everything from, you know, staying healthy, their immune system's going to work better, their joints aren't going to suffer. Um, so keeping them lean is a big part of also preventing pancreatitis. Don't over-vaccinate. Vaccines are a major factor in autoimmune and inflammatory conditions. So the more we vaccinate, the more um, possibility that we are creating that autoimmune response, which could then lead to so many things happening, and one of them um, being pancreatitis. And then pay attention to things that may signal a problem such as um, changes in their appetite, what their stool looks like, their behavior, um, and their energy level. Um, And of course, if you ever have any questions, you can reach out to a holistic practitioner or a holistic veterinarian. But in general, um, you've got some, some tools now for giving you something that if it should happen, maybe some things you can have at home um, and even if you're on your way to the veterinarian, you could you could administer some of those um, products like the homeopathic arsenicum album to keep their stomach in better condition so that they're not so sick on the way to the vet. Um, again, it is something that's very it can be very serious. And I do want to reiterate that there is a time that you need to just get the dog to the emergency vet or to your vet and, you know, manage those symptoms, get them over that hump. And then we can help you with all the things that are related to getting them back on track and working to prevent, um, prevent it from continuing to happen over and over. So hopefully you learned some some nuggets today um, regarding pancreatitis. And if you should have any questions at all, 
you can always reach out to us um, or you can direct message me on social media. Uh, Thanks, guys. And you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you love this episode, share it with someone who may also want to help their pet. You can share it now or post it on social media. Tag me in it so that I can reach back out to you. I'm so proud of you for taking steps to help your amazing furry family member. Talk to you soon.